Somebody's arm, but we died alone and tainted. We came as nothing, we bear back children. Faded dogs rolling, sweeped out long. Went to bank on the cross now. Cash in this lousy life by ball. Sing me sweetly, sing me deep. Walk with the grave as this whole world falls. Sing me sweetly, sweet. As this cold world home, sing me sweetly, swing me deeply. Where's this world I walk you through rain? Sing me sweetly, swing me deeply. Cups that are losing, just in my own form. Cups that are losing, cups that are losing. Mother's door, 
Coachella Logan Experience.
Just Just Testing on Gary. Testing on Gary. Testing on
Testing good. Very good. Testing. Testing. What is all this wine? Toast, 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 toast.
Trust, trust. Trust that I'm good. Trust that I'm good. Good.
Toast. 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 Toast.
perhaps I'm getting a bit much. Gay, gay, gay. Test, 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 I'm gay. Woo! Yes. Yeah. This will be great. This will be great because uh, I can hear my neighbors really clearly. Thank <laughs> you. 
As predictable. Okay. Is this good? Am I low as fine? Is all that to be? This is it. Okay.
Tanrı. Test, 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 test. Okay. So good, such good cable management. Okay.
Fuck, fuck. I'm gay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Hello, I'm Gay, and I'm your host, Geraldo Rivera. You're tuned in to the premier edging Coomcast podcast, uh, Comcast, known as Geraldo's Edge Game, episode 59. In honor of Pride and Filipino Heritage Month, I have reluctantly invited my very first transsexual, transracial guest uh, here to discuss all things gay is controversial lolly content creator, renowned platonic philosophy vlogger, feel-funded horse whisperer, 4chan refugee, recipient of more than 1 million cum tributes, MTV award, excuse me, MTV movie award, best kissed winner, poet laureate of the state of Alabama, little St. James survivor and denier, adrenochrome advocate, huge fucking faggot, CEO of phone bad, eye roll emoji, Facebook group, entrepreneur at Grind Never Sleeps Inc., and dean of the school of hard cocks and or knocks. I am happy to announce today we have Boxy. I mean, Soph. I mean, Rose. I mean, Ashley Jones. Thanks for coming on the show, Ashley. Really appreciate it. <clears throat> just kidding. It's going to be another episode of Just Me. <laughs> Did you fall for it? Did you fall for it? You thought I had... You thought I had the real boxy? She's certainly out there. She's certainly out there. Uh, it's just me again, Geraldo. You know me, you love me. And I think this is all I'll ever be. And, and to sub in today, I have Lux. Lux on the second mic. And um, she'll just be doing colored commentary. So you're probably wondering uh, how I got here. Uh, Ashley, if you're, uh, for whatever reason, still uh, listening or watching, I'm happy to plug you as we previously discussed. So just to get out of the way and to show my appreciation, not only for making me aware of PeerTube and inspiring me to host my own content on my own site, goodluckgabe.life, uh, but also for reminding me what real mental illness looks and sounds like. Uh, you can check her out on TubGirl, icom.to, if you'd like to experience a more extreme version of what I do, but with zero self-awareness. Um, and I'm uh, completely self-aware. There's uh, nothing I'm not aware of. I promise. Just a little background. Uh, after a brief email exchange, Ashley called me at two in the morning to discuss being on each other's shows, collaborating on 
video content, such and such. She wanted me to do a fart uh, tribute video in jeans for a video, but I was too late. Uh, I found that our content has a lot of similarities thematically and stylistically, uh, green screens and questionably ironic homophobia. And so it seemed like a good fit for a guest that can actually hold their own instead of just being a live studio audience like all of my previous guests. Um, you can check out her stuff on those sites I previously mentioned, icom.to. They are pretty interesting and uh, uh, quite a lot of effort put in. Uh, will not speak to the quality necessarily. I can't. I, I have not had the time to sit through every 30-minute-plus uh, video of... Um, well, we'll get to that later. Uh, it turns out uh, during our long two-hour conversation uh, about two in the morning, I didn't give her enough affirmation and I did not audibly laugh or guffaw at her quilly, uh, quirky, silly, mildly shocking, but dated quips. I can't, I wrote, I wrote this like it's like an apology, like it's an official statement and I can't, uh, I can't read it because I don't know if I believe in it. I don't know if it's me. I didn't, I promise I didn't write that in here. I promise that's not a part of my, my note. Um, but but it, this part is true. Uh, she expressed uh, a sort of disappointment that I uh, was not rolling on the floor laughing at the jokes she stole indirectly uh, from about five years ago. Um, but these are quips that most of her simps probably go crazy for, uh, most likely because she is used to being the center of her own world, like any good solo, edgy content creator should be. Um, who has definitely boxed herself in. I'm getting there. That's what uh, I'm getting there. So she was disappointed when she found out <clears throat> she gets a lot less laughs from people who don't waste inordinate amounts of time consuming her shit posts and jerking off to her. And she projected her own insecurities on me, essentially pulling the, oh, what's wrong? Too edgy? Am I too, uh, is it uh, too much for you woke crowd? You guys, am I a little too weird for you? A little, that's... <laughs> That's, uh, well, that's awkward. That happened. Uh, too much for you woke sheep. Uh, thing that, you know, a lot of open mic comics like to do when nobody laughs at their trite jokes. Um, I just let her jokes kind of hang in the air to really let them sink in. Because unfortunately, when you're alone in your room, quietly recording and editing and uploading for an audience of lonely, deranged men online, believe it or not, you're never pushed to understand or acknowledge the concept of comedic timing. I'm sure most find her incredibly forced effort to be charming and endearing, but Ashley doesn't realize the context is the real punchline. It's the only real punchline of what she does and what I do. Okay. I'm I'm speaking about Ashley here, but I I would like you to view it through the lens of how you are listening to me and viewing me right now, okay? Because I think there's a lot to be learned here, and I and this isn't this isn't meant to be a this isn't going to be a, a a roast necessarily of Ashley. This is truly a, a deeper reflection of who I am. So the idea that she writes, records, edits, uploads 
and pays to host her own content. And at no point does it seem she seriously questions the comedic or entertainment or educational value of, of, of what she does. I think, I think she certainly intends to spread some sort of message to make someone laugh, to make someone um, queef or come, you know, there's some combination, which I'm, I'm in the same boat perhaps. Now I certainly follow all those same steps, but with full acknowledgement and acceptance that what I produce is inherently bad and is inherently a waste of time. And I would never encourage anyone to consume it. And that's been my platform for two years is to stop watching as, as soon as you hear this message, as soon as you hear me say this, uh, stop. Okay. And, and if you continue to watch or listen, just know that I don't want you to just know that this is not for you. It's not meant for your consumption. Okay. But you can choose to consume it all you want. Much like I choose to consume BET. Is that for me? No. You know, much like I watch Norbit. Is that for me? No. I, I watch Tyler Perry movies. Again, not the target demographic. So I'm saying that this is for no one except for me. And hopefully I don't watch this. Because God, would that be sad? Unfortunately, it seems Ashley is confident enough to think people should watch and support her hobby, uh, yet she's still extremely insecure and ultimately just begging for affirmation that most people get from uh, like thirst traps on Tinder or Instagram or TikTok or Twitter. And the thing is, is that Ashley's platform, or at least one of her major stances, um, is that she's extremely anti-mainstream media, you know, and I can understand to a degree of, you know, you know, big corporation bad and, and letting an algorithm control what kind of content you see, what ideas you're exposed to. Sure. Surely. Um, it's just unfortunate that these kinds of people that are anti mainstream media are just, uh, they just also happen to be extremely retarded. Um, that's the, usually the big, uh, they're, they're autistic really is what I should say. That that's what makes going anti-mainstream social media or anti-social media uh, seem really unappealing is because they're really uh, ugly people, not physically, some, but a lot of them are pretty nice and appealing on, on the face of it. And then uh, that's what brings you in, just like anything else. Okay, but I'm just saying they need to have someone a little more, uh, hmm, I don't know. I don't know who you're going to get on board for that. Hopefully you can get Logan Paul into PeerTube. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so she doesn't obviously spend a lot of time on on Instagram. She doesn't spend time on Twitter. And so she doesn't realize that her jokes are about five years behind and have been rehashed uh, with 12 layers of irony by funnier black trans teens on Twitter and on Instagram. Okay. Uh, she certainly seems to catch wind of the joke eventually, but only after it's been distilled and diluted through her own detached and hyper-fringe fan base. Um, not to say a bunch of basement dwellers, but, you know, might as well be. 
Uh, she's essentially created her own insular algorithmic bubble. Gee, why did I? I got real. I'm I'm kind of I kind of got swayed by her content to write something. So <sighs> she's essentially created her own insular algorithmic bubble by letting her own fans feed her more content via her own self-hosted forum, uh, website, and tube site. Okay, she spent a lot of time making these things, and it's very well done. Very well presented, and I give her lots of credit for what she has personally created and her own aesthetic, her own appeal. She has a niche, and it seems to seemingly built up for a long time. She's been doing this for a long time, uh, much like any other uh, uh, teen jailbait you might be familiar with that was a personality for a while, uh, aka Boxy or or Rose or any of them, they, they obviously call the fan base from the appeal that they're very young and um, vulnerable and online all the time and, and demanding of uh, and needing uh, affirmation um, from anyone, from any man. Um, let's, let's hope they're only cis men. Again, very impressive effort that gives the illusion of high quality but certainly with time will hopefully grow into something with some semblance of self-awareness. Anyway, so she felt that we didn't click because I wasn't literally rolling on the floor laughing. And so she canceled um, doing uh, my show. And we also just canceled, like I guess in general, doing anything together any, and making any content. Um, and admittedly, I spend a lot of time on mainstream socials. And so I do suffer from a... I, I think a degree of irony poisoning that makes Ashley's content seem like the kind of social critique one would expect from a 47 year old Gavin McInnes enthusiast. Uh, I would call it SNL for libertarians, perhaps. Uh, one example of one of her quips that she seemed to really lean into is something about how black people never have batteries in their smoke detectors, so it must be annoying to hear it beep every 30 seconds or whatever. Um, which, you know. It seemed like this is the kind of face value, like racist, observational humor she has come to expect to get big laughs from her from her audience, uh, probably from an audience who just straight up hates black people and haven't already heard 80 versions of the same joke two years ago on like Twitter. Um, you know, these are these are all people that are stuck in this bubble who think that there's that that mainstream social media is devoid of any. Thing meaningful yet they find themselves it, it crawl it creeps into their own circles uh just you know when it's irrelevant and then they feel that they've uh beaten the hype so to speak maybe of they're that they're still above it um and that's fine i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that <clears throat> it, it it ends up being a sort of um you know like a woo i agree with that um, she said my views, haha, I agree with that. That's a, a type of comedy, you know, you ever been to it? It's a lot of comedy. It's a lot, that's a lot of stand up right now. And for the past maybe five years, I mean, the, the, these comics have existed forever. It's just like having a stance that a lot of people agree with without it really just being funny. It's more of just like, I'm going up and I'm making a statement and I'm going to get applause because it's your belief, but it's not comedy. That's there, there's a, there's a fine line where it becomes, you know, 
I'm getting ahead of myself, but um, certainly racism can be extremely funny. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. This is not a knock on on you know black jokes. Certainly, I'll make all sorts of jokes. Um, but when presented in an allegedly comedic context, just saying the racist thing without adding any spin or original thought is just lazy and lowbrow. Uh, unless you want to cop out and claim it was performance art all along to prove a point, a la Sam Hyde stand up circa 2015. You can check that out. Uh, in which case, damn, I got punked. Damn, you got me. You fucking got me. I got got. This was a bit, if this is your bit all along was to get me riled up, um, it's, you did great. Um, cause this is usually what I, I do with my audience and I, I guess I'm just, just another chump. Okay. I am just another chump and there's nothing wrong with that. Now I'm not saying again that I, I, I haven't had the time to go through all your content necessarily and analyze it and. I'm not I'm not making a judgment on that. This is just applied to the two hour of riffing that you bestowed on me uh, for free. Uh, I don't know if that was an attempt to like sell yourself to me to to like to entice me to work with you. I was I was really into the idea of working with you before talking to you, okay? And I still was. I, I was still into the idea of working with you. After talking to you, there, at no point did I really have an issue because you're just a stranger and we're just going to do a, a, a ship. We're just making ship posts. Okay. It doesn't, we don't have to like, we don't have to mesh really in any way. In fact, it makes it better if we don't because all, all we're doing is having a conversation. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I like, I don't know what you want it to like, what you, your expectation of one, a conversation at two in the morning, morning being, and, and two, you know, what you think a podcast is <laughs> like a podcast is, is, is retarded. No, ma no matter who's on it, no matter what you're saying, it's, it's, it's filler. If you don't know, it's filler for people that want to blow their brains out. Okay. It's filler for people who can't, who get tired of sleeping alone in their empty bed for the past 10 years and just want to feel like there's someone in the room. Okay. It's how people live. So if you think it has to be good quality, uh, it certainly doesn't, and it certainly wouldn't be. But you know, if you have higher standards for yourself, which you seemingly do, it's it's. But it seems rooted in insecurity rather than a, a confidence. You know what I mean? It's it's out of a a desire to escape this mediocrity that you you feel like. Um, you, I don't know. You need to overcome, but you know it's not a big deal. Everyone, everyone's pretty much mediocre. It's like not. It's, it's okay. Majority of people suck. <laughs> I suck. I suck. Okay, and then we can just make a shitty podcast together. You know, much I offer that to anyone. You don't have to be that interesting or cool. Okay, you're you're a step ahead by a lot to, of a lot of people. I'm trying to compliment Ashley here, but. She's, she's, you know, clearly on some, uh, she's on, onto something. I don't know what, but, you know, given enough time, if she keeps doing this, uh, I think something will really click for her. Okay. It doesn't matter what, 
it's it might be clicking already you know I was attempted, uh, I'm sorry, I attempted to reassure her that she certainly is very clever and witty uh, in a smirk emoji, nose laugh sort of way, as opposed to a ha ha, laugh out loud kind of way, you know, more of a, (laughs) or like, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) that kind of way. And um, that I could cue up a soundboard laugh track and do my best Jimmy Fallon desk slap if that would make her feel more comfortable and confident uh, if she were to come on the show. And while she is well into her 20s, she certainly maintains the mindset and attitude of your average jailbait. Uh, All I received in response to my very thoughtful and thorough message is an accusation that my depression prevents me from enjoying her jokes and she attached a picture of Goatsy, the original, just the plain original Goatsy picture as an attachment. And I admit I was extremely disappointed to learn about her fragile ego in this manner. Um, because, you know, it's the same thing with like having a, someone you really look up to and then you look on their Twitter and they're just like, so cringe when they don't have like someone writing for them or when they get riled up about a little something when they get called out, you know, on a public platform. Now this was between us, this, this email exchange and and this phone conversation. This was not, this was just a, a, a friendly chat. This was just meant to be like, Hey, let's see if we can make something together. I think our fan bases would, would overlap a lot in some way, or at least they'd get riled up about it. Um, but yeah, man, I just, uh, I thought I, you know, I thought I had a fragile ego and I thought maybe I was projecting, but like looking at this, man, I I think it's fair to say that we could, we, we, I think it's fair to say we both do. I think, I think the kind of content we make is rooted in, 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 in really fragile ego. You know, I think we're both really insecure people. Um, but you're just a little bit behind. I, I only have the benefit of age. Right. Now, I could get really butthurt about being insulted and shamed by a stranger on the internet, right? Surely I could. Surely I've, I have been in the past. Um, but this is precisely the kind of situation I put my own fans in all of the time. And I'm sure uh, Ashley does as well to her own fans. Uh, and I likewise encourage my own fans to avoid at all costs by not interacting with internet entities in any meaningful way, in any way that you truly feel vested in the conversation, the interaction about making a point about winning about whatever your, 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 the little goal in your head is in that moment when you're typing on your computer, when you're typing a note into your phone about what you're going to say on your podcast, I want you to take a step back and and understand that um it's it's stupid it's it's really stupid no matter kind of who it is online discourse is while certainly can be valuable the majority of it is not and you are contributing to this idea that it is important and i'm not doing that certainly not i'm certainly not contributing to more inane conversations uh, that go out into nothing that people can waste their time and energy and, and thoughts on. Surely, surely I'm different. Uh, 
But the rest of you should not. You should walk away. Now, one could easily point out the hypocrisy. I'm, I'm really, I'm ultimately, I'm no different than Ashley. Uh, she's a reflection of a lot of the most negative qualities that I find in myself, and I tend to ignore. Now, do I do that? Do I do that? Do I ignore it for real? You know, or or is it a bit? Is it is it ironic that I uh, am a hypocrite? Does it matter? That's the that's the real. Uh, question is, does it matter? And if it does, why? Why does it matter? Why does it matter that the guy who sits and makes the podcast and puts it on the porn site, why does it matter if he's a hypocrite? If you think it, if you think it matters, let me know. Because the only people that would let me know would, I would assume, think uh, it matters enough to deserve a response. So hopefully you don't. Hopefully most of you just don't. I've 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 said this many a time, but just uh, let it. Let me let me have my space. Let me have the illusion of someone listening, but ultimately no one listens. Let me have that. Can you do that? Can you let me pretend I'm talking to no one? Because as, as long as there's one view, as long as people who from Brazil keep downloading my podcast from Podbean, <laughs> as long as people keep downloading from Podbean, uh, I, I have to keep going until people are convinced that something like this does not matter. Okay? Only because I find myself pointing out these obvious flaws in someone else, I'm reminded that I have been cringe all along because I have had five years... I have had five more years than her. I, I, from my understanding... She's 23, and I, if you want to know, I'm 28. I've had five more years in her to become better than her as a person, and I am not. Now, I think she's probably a better person than I was maybe when, uh, than I was at 23, potentially. Um, but I'm not better than her. And you know why? It's because it's, it's mostly because I responded to her email. I responded to an email from someone that found me on X videos or some other porn site and, and then found my email on my website. Now that's, as a general rule, I don't respond to those people unless it's funny. I don't respond to those people unless, unless there is some comedic or entertainment value to be obtained from the exchange itself. Now, I, I responded to her email and then I spoke to her and then I treated her like a real person the whole time. Okay? Classic mistake. None of it's real. And as soon as someone starts to take it seriously, they lose. Okay? So don't. Don't lose. I lost. Okay? I admit it. As evidenced by the fact that this exists, this podcast that this 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 video that you're watching right now 
it's clear that I absolutely took the jailbait and I lost. Okay, I lose. I won't even hide behind a disclaimer this time. Okay? Anyway, um, this is what I prepared for our episode uh, with, in, the, in the short span of time from talking until uh, you canceled. Less than 24 hours, this is what I prepared. Uh, hopefully, she won't waste any more time consuming my content, but if she does, a mature and serious response is certainly welcome. Uh, there is nothing more inane than content creators, public beef. And that is what I'll call us, content creators. If you have another title you prefer, just let me know. So these are some questions I prepared. Um, really, it's not even a question. It's, it's, a, it's an analysis of the way you contacted me because I think that's, in case you don't know, that's, uh, that was a trend for a lot of my previous guests who were more, uh, you would consider them more fans, okay, that found me because they were horny and they found my content and then messaged me and then blah, blah, blah. They, they went through the, the same path that you essentially found me, but there's another, with the added layer of you also being a content creator. I think you're the first um, content creator who actually has an established presence, who actually puts a lot of time and effort into their work. And so um, I was really looking forward to having someone uh, that wasn't just like a coom brain retard. You know what I mean? So this, these, I wanted to go a little further with the analysis because I felt like you would understand this dynamic having been, have you having been on the internet for so long for most of your life and then also having been a presence as a personality for much longer than myself. Um, I wanted to really look into the parasocial dynamic um, that you experience, and that also we experience ourselves between us. So, just putting it out there. So, this is and this is based on emails and my personal observations. So, Ashley emailed me and let me know that she found me. Essentially, she found me on uh, one of the tube sites. And she admitted that she normally uses it to criticize other women to make herself feel better, um, quote unquote, something to that effect. You watch pornography to criticize women and make yourself feel better. And I assume this was a facetious statement. I, you know, I didn't know you. I just assumed that was a funny bit. Um, and it didn't matter to me how you found me. It's, Nonetheless, you're on a porn site. It's irrelevant to me how, whether you were, you know, actually watching porn to jerk off or you're watching porn as a bit or whatever, you were still doing it and you are still, I still put everyone in the same box regardless of, of your reason for being on the porn site. Okay. Uh, two, uh, you find my videos and website and proceed to send an email plugging your own content and website. So this is all in the first email. This is this is Ashley Jones hits me up. She says, hey, Geraldo, um, I found your stuff because I was looking to feel better about myself by uh, critiquing women, criticizing women. I don't, I don't know what that means really. I was going to ask more about like what 
you know, is it is it like a physical thing, like an attra- like an attractiveness thing? Because because like yeah, they're hot, but they're like degrading themselves by being in porn. Um, is that what makes you feel better about yourself? Is that what makes you feel like a better person? Just let me know. I was cur- I was really curious, but I didn't want to. I feel like I didn't want to, if that was an earnest thing, I didn't want to uh, take the bait so soon via email, you know? Uh, I don't know your tone or your, uh, really, I don't really understand your timing sometimes, but um, funny nonetheless. And if 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 that was completely facetious, then I've wasted my time here. But um, in that same email, you describe having found me and... Uh, I guess on my site you saw that I had a manifesto, which you I clearly didn't like list like consume my own manifesto, but you thought it would be wise to go ahead and plug your own. You said, "Hey, I have a website and a manifesto too. You can check it out here." And um, there was no the funny thing about that email was just like it wasn't uh, that wasn't the invitation to like, hey, we should you know collaborate or like, hey, do you want to talk or hey, do you want to like whatever. Um, it was, uh, Hey, I'm just going to give you my information or like here, here's where you can watch my stuff. And I mean, that's certainly a way to like communicate with people online. It's just, if you're, if you're just shotgunning, like blast emails to people like, Hey, I made this thing. You're cold calling people and saying, Hey, I have this thing. Maybe you might like it. Um, and it like, it was just a weird way to like insert yourself you know, it could have, it, it was a very, it felt like a spam email. Everything you sent was kind of spammy um, and it should have been filtered. But anyway, that first email was just for you to plug your own content to me. And it was nothing about, it was nothing really about mine, uh, which kind of was, was fascinating to me. So I guess that's what caught my attention. So, of course, I check it out. As I've said before already, I've been complimentary. Yes, it's a nice site. It's it's interesting. It's well done. It's well put together. Um, clearly, you spend a lot of time writing. And, you know, a lot of it's tongue-in-cheek. Like, you don't know if it's, if it's ironic, if it's post-ironic. It doesn't matter. But it certainly will bait like schizo people who like wholeheartedly believe into believe in whatever she says, and another half who understands maybe that there's some irony. It can be enjoyed by anyone. I think it's 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 the appeal of a lot of content as uh, is, is the ambiguity. Um, so I check it out. I look at I watch some of her things. I think and just notice the similarities. I'm like, okay, she seems cool. You know, um, I'm glad she shared it. And then I noticed her peer tube. And at that point I was in the, in the process of trying to transition away from X videos anyway, since I'm going to be banned probably soon. Cause I keep fighting with them and I keep threatening their uh, staff as a joke, obviously. Uh, Cause it's, uh, it falls under the disclaimer now. So now I can threaten them all I want. Doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. Uh, Ashley said she was actually almost reluctant to work with me because because of the threats, which I found which I found interesting, which I found really interesting is that that is that is where she kind of draws the line as if I'm making verbal threats to other people. Uh, I thought that was strange, 
relative to the kind of content she makes. Not not a judgment. I, I understand it's whatever. Um, I just thought it was neat. I just thought it was neat. So we exchanged a couple emails. It's very pleasant. It's fine. It's complimentary. It takes months or weeks or whatever in between to exchange like five emails maybe. Anyway, I decide, all right, let's... Let's just speed it up since this takes so long. Let's uh, here's my my burner number. You can call me whenever and just call me and we'll we'll figure something out and we'll we'll get something going. And she initiated the phone call. She called me at uh, I believe it was one thirty in the morning. Okay, I, I made it to New Orleans by the way. Uh, if you care where I'm at, if you care about my location and want to find me, not Ashley, but anyone. Uh, or if X videos moderators want to come find me, I'm, I'm in new Orleans now. So, uh, check me out. Um, so it was one thirty for me and she called and kind of pretty much right off the bat. She's like, Hey, I, um, watch a couple of your edge game episodes. And I just want to say like, you know, uh, if you have depression, you might want to try getting some hobbies. <laughs> Oh no, she's. I think she asked, "Do you have any hobbies?" And I was like, "Well, this is a hobby. You know, this is a this is a, a way I fill in my time. You know, editing, recording, writing, making content." Um, she essentially she essentially hit me with the the very a very condescending, I would say. And, and I thought it was a joke at first. Was was her trying to dig at me for? talking about like mental illness and depression in a jerk off video on X videos. I wasn't even jerking off, but nonetheless, the context is hopefully implies that, uh, this is not to be taken seriously. And she gave me a very earnest, uh, but that's the thing is I don't want to believe it was earnest because it was such a condescending. It's like the kind of thing like if that people don't understand about, depression is like people who don't really know or have experienced it for a long time or chronically or, or severely enough to is that hearing that is, is retarded and the saying that to someone, especially someone you don't know and that you want to have, like you want to build some kind of like trust with is very like, it's a big red flag. It's, 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 I've said this before, but it's like the kind of thing you'd expect from like, an aunt on Facebook to like message you is like, Hey, have you, I read this thing on this. I read this article on, um, Healthline or, um, I was watching Dr. Oz and they say, uh, one of the best things for depression is a hobby Uh, or, Hey, did you know that the internet's bad for your mental health? (laughs) That was one of her other suggestions was, yeah, yeah, I took a long break from the internet and it helped. And I was like, really, really? That's shocking because I, you know, everything I had heard up to this point was that the internet was good for your brain. Everything I had read and heard from the internet, from being on the internet, is that being on the internet is awesome for your mental health and is really, really cool and good. Did you know that, Ashley? That if you're not boxed yourself in, that the kind of the discourse on a lot of social media is that social media is bad and it's very, it's very anti-establishment. I'm not, and of course it doesn't prove its point because we're, 
having that discussion on the platform. But certainly, I want you to understand that uh, in the in the the rest of the internet that you don't see that you choose to exclude yourself from for a very good reason, surely, uh, there is a conversation and people are aware. It was very condescending what you said. And I guess, you know what? I was butthurt by it. I was butthurt by it because if I was in need, if I truly was in a very dark place and and depressed, um, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? And I I, I refrain from that because I don't know where you're from. I don't know your life but my point is that you don't know mine either and maybe some people think they know me or they they want to pretend they know me because they watch a podcast that i talk about it on but that really weird way to open a conversation with someone you want to have like a professional working relationship with just a tip just a pro tip uh maybe you don't open up with a, a very like trite suggestion for how they might like improve their life. Hey, did you, uh, you could get like a hobby or like you could stop using the internet. Uh, did you know phone bad? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Okay. So, uh, that was, that was like the first thing she, that was like one of the first things she, we talked about in the first like five minutes, um, of this conversation. You an internet stranger, makes a seemingly earnest suggestion to me, another internet stranger, that one could find hobbies and stop using the internet in order to alleviate depression. Well, while that's true, while it's true, in this particular situation, I was inclined to wholeheartedly agree as this interact as this interaction was a direct result of me using the internet It was made possible by the internet and was causing me some degree of emotional distress and uh, mental anguish. Uh, Some would sum it up as uh, brain damage. Some would say uh, these are my last two brain cells because, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, This applies to the the conversation we are currently having as well. Uh, That joke, I guess, was for uh, if we were actively having a conversation, I was going to uh, mock the fact that that conversation was also stupid and mind numbing. Okay. So this reinforces my stance on having a perpetual detachment from anything and anyone you interact with on the internet, Uh, especially people who tell you to stop using the internet or tell you how to use the internet. Uh, Definitely don't interact with them. Definitely don't, don't take or listen to anything they say. Don't take it seriously. Don't take it to heart. And hopefully don't think about it later. Don't don't spend time reshaping your life or don't let it affect the way you live your life uh, either on the internet or outside of it. I, I understand. I'm speaking at the internet as if it's, we're not in like a serial experiments lane world where there is like a digital sphere. One could argue maybe we are. I'm not, I'm not here to make a statement on that. But... Uh, certainly I am very online and as a digital entity, which I am, I'm, I'm merely a hologram an AI generated hologram of what, you know, Geraldo would say and think to Ashley Jones. I still cannot speak on it. I do not have perspective on it. So who am I to tell you to stop using the internet or how to use it as a whole, except for when you watch pornography, perhaps maybe perhaps maybe i could i could i could have one small opinion on 
that. <clears throat> and you can you can you know watch or listen to uh, fifty other edge game episodes if you want that discourse. Okay. Now, while internet usage can certainly provide many short and long-term benefits, uh, unless you constantly moderate and limit your usage, it has a net negative on your health and productivity. Did you know? Phone bad. Computer bad. Ha ha. Crazy, right? 2023, who would have thunk a computer and phone still bad? Who would have thought it would ever be bad? And now in 2023, they're really bad, and it's a surprise. And I'm trying to spread the message to everyone. Um, you know, throw your phones away. Um, nonetheless, I uh, truly care and appreciate that people still get so invested in uh, their favorite content creators and personalities uh, like myself. Like myself. Uh, especially in these trying times, uh, we still need people to pretend to be our friends. Okay, I get that. I get that. And let's let's throw another detail out here just to give you a better idea of Ashley. Now, again, I don't um, know how much is real, how much is fake, what, what's a character, what's not. Ashley is a uh, proposed or presented platform is that she's anti-mainstream uh, uh, media. Okay? I don't think she's, she's not anti-internet. Like, she's not anti-like she certainly sees the social value in it and that's why she created her own like 4chan type forum and um she created her own social networks right essentially that's a loose term for what she's doing but you know she's created her own bubble um for herself so that she can minimize the amount of exposure she has to everything else you get fed when you're on Instagram or on Facebook or, or any other platform or any news site or any, you know, I don't know where she gets her news. I don't know where she gets a lot of other things. And, um, going along with that, she's very into old technologies. And, uh, another thing is that smartphones, she, she's a big proponent of, um, not owning a smartphone, um, because smartphones are just, uh, to her, they're just tracking devices, uh, for the government and ways to uh, it's 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 surveillance and it's true and I'm not saying it's not true it's certainly I understand her stance on it I think it's cool I think it's cool that you wouldn't have a phone a smartphone um, in 2023 and I don't know what phone she uses maybe just a regular plain cell phone for certain occasions or she uses a landline or maybe she goes to a payphone every time she wants to make a call I don't know how she, how private she is uh, she called me apparently from a, a virtual number. Fine. Um, but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I think uh, is that is that the social interaction she does have, because we certainly all fill in that gap um, with our phones. You know, we've kind of, replaced our real in, in life in person conversations with our phones and you know are the interactions we have online and that's what I'm trying to poo-poo but I think I you know at the same time I still use it a lot you know because it's it's out of it's not out of desperate it, it is out of desperation it is out of necessity because that is what's available to me and 
there is a way to go outside of it and maybe eventually I'll be, I'll be ready, you know, but I think it requires a, a, a significant proportion of, of society to kind of return to, to, to also put their phones away. So I think it's good to encourage other people to put it away and then to, you know, practice what you preach and, and show people that you can uh, live a normal life without a smartphone if you, if you so choose to get enough people on board for that, I don't know. And the kind of people that get on board with that, mm. little autistic, that's the problem. Th that's the problem, is that the people that you hear preaching a very good thing that, in, that I think uh, at its base, at its core, is a good thing, it is a good mindset, it is a good um, ideal, right? Uh, much like, Much like veganism, Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to sell you on veganism. I'm not, cause I'm not vegan. Okay. But just another example of a, a, a personality and an attitude that really ruins and taints what they stand for and what they do is that vegans are, uh, they're just meat. They're just assholes. A lot of vegans develop it and it's kind of part of, not all of them, you know, but certainly a lot of them develop a, a superiority complex because they're not, they think they're above these things that all of us plebes, you know, buy into. Uh, much like anyone who doesn't own a smartphone probably looks at everyone with a smartphone with such immense disdain and develops a sort of, you know, I spit on you type mentality. And some of them want to help. I think Ashley doesn't have that quite that she understands society. I think to some degree that that's, it's why most people just don't throw their smartphones away, but definitely don't be in the boat of like, you just moderate, you know, she's an extreme version of something, but I think she would just like to see people moderate their usage more. Uh, I think if she came on the show, hopefully she would have spread some kind of message like that. And I was happy to have her on to spread whatever, extreme of whatever it is she wanted. Like I, that's, I really wanted to just give her help expand her platform a little bit because she is limited now by, you know, I mean, she has a dedicated fan base certainly, but I don't know how many people are sharing her videos on her site to spread this idea that, yeah, you don't need this phone all the time, which I have in my lap here. And, uh, I'm, I'm not here to be phone bad. I wanted her to say it for me, but, um, you can check out her sh shit. She, you know, she has a lot to say about it and maybe she can just plant a seed in your mind that, you know, maybe she can just turn you a little bit more schizo. Um, I would just say, you know, the, pr the, pr the presentations was important about getting people on board, uh, for whatever you believe in. And, that, and so I'm not, I'm not a good face of what I believe in either. I don't think I'm very mean about it. So, the other side of that was just that, um, the other side of it was what I said previously is that, you know, the interaction you get from, she's not getting the same uh, hits. She's not getting the hits that the rest of us uh, sheep get on a daily basis. And I don't think maybe she would be getting it from her real life either. 
and it, I think it's only because she's she spent a a, a while with a, a smartphone or just time online. So she's developed a, that like a, a a pattern like that, I guess, of interacting with people online, and and that's what she knows. And maybe she really is autistic, and I don't know. She says she jokes about being autistic potentially, and that may be an earnest thing and she may actually struggle with uh having interactions with people and that's why she's so self-conscious about her seeming too weird for me or seeming too uh you know whatever like i get that i'm not i'm not trying to like if you are retarded then then you know great okay i accept that uh but there's part of me when i when i look at someone like you if you're if you actually are autistic and this is like your only outlet and this is your only interaction then surely limiting that interaction even more for the sake of your like platform and your stance and your like your privacy the and for the illusion of privacy that you have because you don't have a surveillance device on you at all times I get, you know, privacy and security theater is is really important for a lot of people. But it becomes a bit performative, I think, at, at the expense of some of your only sources of uh, social interaction. Now, I'm sure you have a great social network. I'm sure you have a lot of physical friends in real life. And apparently you're married to a guy who groomed you when you were 15 on the internet and and now you're married and living with him and he helps you uh, produce your content, which I think is a lot. What a, what a beautiful love story. Um, <laughs> who, who doesn't like hearing about that? Um, and I don't know if that's true or not. That's, that could be a bit, that's just what you joked, um, to me. And, um, <sighs> see, and I, I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of good questions ready, ready and saved up for you. And I'm sure a lot of them could be answered if I just listen to one of your other, one of your rambles, one of your uh, tirades that you upload just in the same style as, I guess, like me, except I, you don't call it a podcast. You just, you know, you call it something else. You, you're just doing a vlogging, but I'm podcasting because it's, uh, I, I bought nice equipment to do it. <laughs> That's the difference. So anyway... How would you describe the kind of content you produce in all mediums? Um, it, it obviously crosses. It's 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 performance art, if you want it to be, from from my my perspective and from what other people would see. Because I I think people think what I do is performance art too, or they think that what I do is is like. Anyway, it's not about me. You're the guest here. You were the guest. You are the guest. You might be the guest. God, Ashley, I'm so desperate. Can you please send your minions over to, to me and uh, bully me? Um, <laughs> Ashley's minions, if you uh, listen to this, can you please bully me? Can you please harass me? Please? Uh, she makes she makes uh, visual content. She makes uh, 
videos, uh, a lot of green screen vids, heavily edited, um, mostly just featuring herself, starring herself, playing multiple characters. She writes uh, and directs and edits all of her content, um, I believe, um, with the help of her uh, groom, groomer husband, uh, who uh, sometimes uh, is a videographer, I believe, also operates the camera sometimes for her. Don't know what else he does or what else his roles are. Um, she makes, uh, there's a lot of writing that is published on her website as well. A lot of creative writing. Um, I believe there's some like articles or some informational things. She wrote a very long uh, manifesto. She produced a guide uh, on uh, restoring your foreskin, I believe. She sent that to me free of charge uh, just as a, goodwill offering to me is because uh, I'm circumcised and I'm interested in uh, restoring what belongs to me or what was taken away from me. Um, anything else? You know, she, I'm assuming she moderates her forum, which I believe is tubgirl. I don't know if it's .com, tubgirl.com or tubgirl dot whatever what the domain is, but Tub, if you Google Tub Girl, I'm sure it comes up. <laughs> and and then yeah, I don't I, I don't know I don't know what else she has. I think she used to be on YouTube, or at least there's an archive of her old content on YouTube as well, uh, which she told me about. And um, those are pretty old, and I believe she's uh, underage in some of those, or all of them potentially. Um, so check them out. She's got a lot out there and she's probably making more as we speak. Um, it would, I would be honored if she responded and, uh, we started some beef if we started bullying each other, but Hey, I know that's a lot to ask for. And maybe you already wasted too much time in the first place. Uh, any major influences to credit or do you claim to be independently minded like any good pseudo-intellectual? That's another question. Uh, where did you start and where does it end? That's a, that's the third question. Uh, peer tube and general future-proofing tips. That's not a question. That's just a topic. Uh, but just thought it'd be cool for you to share with my audience uh, what if they if they ever had an interest in in investing in a future that is a, a little more decentralized and self-hosted and independent, uh, how they could do that. Um, as previously said, I am open to having you on whenever you feel more secure about whatever it is you feel may be too weird for me. I have no problem whatsoever with anything you said, and I still think you would be great on the show. Uh, shit posting never has to be high quality. I, I stand by that. I hope that makes sense to you. Anyway, this come is for you, Ashley Jones. You earned it. You certainly earned this come tribute. Uh, I'm sorry your autism gets in the way of your life, and I'm even more sorry for assuming your autism was a bit. Okay? I hope the retrospective cringe hits you like a truck. Cheers. Like, comment, subscribe to Ashley Jones at icom.to. Videos.icom.to. Do you get it? Videos I come to. 
Ashley, how would you feel if I had changed my domain to uh, videos you come to? Is that okay? Instead of YouTube, it's youcome.to. Thinking about that. Anyway, thanks for listening. This was uh, this whole episode is dedicated to the guest that doesn't exist. Um, shout out. Any housekeeping? Check me out. I'm getting banned on XVID soon. I'm still on Good Luck Gabe. Uh, I, st- I will still pay to host this content for some dumb reason. I will continue to pay for this in many ways, not just not just money. I, I, someday I will pay very, very dearly for, for what I do. And I don't know what it is or when it'll happen, but I have a feeling that it is time to pay my debt soon. Okay? It's time to pay. I'm paying soon. There's a lot going on in the world that I don't understand. And I've been living a quiet life. And nothing bad happens to me. Nothing bad happens to Geraldo. Nothing bad happens to Gabe. Why do you think that is? What makes me so lucky? What do you think? Do you think I have good karma? Do you think there was something I did that (sighs) prevents me from, um, I don't know, getting murdered or getting hit by a car, by a truck, or someone breaking into this Airbnb, okay? From someone doxing me, from someone doxing my parents, from doxing my family, um, from scamming me, okay? I do bad things. I do a lot of bad things, and I say a lot of bad things, and yet here I am living a comfortable life. Do you ever wonder when it's going to get worse? Do you ever wonder when it's going to hit you? Maybe your life isn't as nice as mine. Maybe your life is really, really, um, maybe your life really sucks. And you think, when is it going to get better? Because you're a really good person. When is it going to change? When is that going to flip for you? And I think, I always think, when is it going to flip for me? When does it flip? When does it flip for most people? Maybe it never does. But boy, do I feel like I'm flipping soon. I am flipping any minute now. normal people podcasting. Black people podcasting. Beep. 
Get it? <clears throat> Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. You guys ever play that game? You know, that game you play with your dad? Fuck Mary Kill. I thought of a good one. Um, Fuck Mary Kill. Mariah Carey. Which one would you do, sir? I would do all three. And not necessarily in that order. You get it? It's a necrophilia joke. Do you get it? Do you get it? I want to fuck dead bodies. I want to murder Mariah Carey and then fuck her body. Cold. People, um, it seems like we're pretty comfortable with school shootings. Uh, it, it seems like we're pretty comfortable with joking about it and laughing about school shootings. And, uh, uh the one thing I wonder is what, what, um, what about the, the, when are we going to start joking about comedy club shootings? What do you think? Are we ready for the comedy club shootings? Not me. I'm just saying, hypothetically, it'd be pretty funny. It'd be pretty funny. It'd be pretty funny. You think the security guard... That fat security guard is gonna do anything to stop a potential shooter, you think? You think the comedy club bouncer is trained? They they really should have let you bring they should let you bring guns into the club. Cause Certainly, they're not patting down the comedians. You know what I mean? They're not patting down anybody. So, you might as well pack one if you have one. Because you might be a hero. Now, imagine the comedian that brings a gun to do that bit and another comedian shoots him and then for the rest of his life he gets to say uh, damn I really killed last week you get to say um You get it's it's the idea that 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 joke would get you on the wall, you know. You'd be the first comedy club shooting. You cause the first comedy club shooting, and you're the first victim of a comedy club shooting. 
And so they put your face on the wall, you know, like you're one of the greats. And they put a caption. It's a quote. It's your quote. It's your joke. And it says, uh, hey, what about all the comedy club shootings? And then uh, 1994 to 2023, rest in peace. That's a good senior quote, too. I, I don't think they'd let you do that. But <laughs> what's the deal with comedy club shootings? Apparently there was one, um, there was one, but it wasn't like a, a directed attack on a comedy club. It was just like, uh, someone was supposed to play. There was some comedian scheduled and then they, they canceled. And so they got like Craig Robinson to fill in and play his fucking piano and talk about Rihanna taking her panties off or like whatever he does now. Um, and someone, uh, was really upset by that. They were really upset that they had to settle for uh, Craig Robinson's uh, act in 2021 or something. And uh, he apparently came in uh, just gun, guns ablazing and just started like shooting like haphazardly into this club. And he didn't hit anyone. He didn't kill anyone. That's why no one cares about it. No one knows about it. He was just expressing a general anger. He just wanted to express that... Um, he was very upset about Craig Robinson and uh, not even Craig Robinson was shot, unfortunately. And this is not a threat to Craig Robinson. I'm, I don't know where you live. Um, but if I did, um, it would be a threat. Um, much like if I knew where X videos moderators lived for real, this would be a threat, but I don't, but I don't. And nobody hit me up to, uh, you know, do the job for me yet. So, it's still not a threat. Uh, once I stop mentioning that, though, once I stop mentioning uh, my desire to injure and harm X videos moderators, uh, that's when you'll know I probably found someone. That's when you'll know I probably have something going. I probably have a plan in place, or I have someone on the on the clock working on the case. Uh, and that's when you should start preparing. That's when you should probably start. Um, getting ready, hoarding guns, whatever it is you guys do, wherever it is you actually are from, whatever it is you guys do in your country. Just checking time, just making sure my camera's good. Um, I haven't done anything in New Orleans yet. Uh, this is uh, I'm going to turn this into a travel vlog soon, probably, about New Orleans. And uh, probably I'm hoping to document the next big uh, hurricane. Uh, as you might be aware, uh, it is hurricane season. It is hurricane season here. And it is the warmest uh, overall global temperature it's ever been. Um, including uh, surface level ocean waters, which is is um, you know uh, probably going to cause some major uh, disasters this summer. Uh, one of those disasters could be a hurricane. 
and one of those disasters or hurricanes uh, could affect uh, uh, New Orleans this summer, uh, which is where I am. And so if that happens, uh, I will try to make uh, some content in the hurricane. There's no joke there. That's just that's just what I'm gonna do. This is I'm just telling you what I'm doing now. None of this is a joke. I just I just wanted to make sure you knew that that one wasn't um, for sure. Um, I will be spending the next month probably sitting inside. Um, committing uh, uh, credit card fraud. I will be uh, I will be probably sitting in my Airbnb and impersonating banks for the next month to uh, make ends meet. Okay, and I hope to return to a weekly schedule for the show. I'm about a week behind now with this episode because I tried to coordinate with uh, Miss Ashley Jones and get situated in New Orleans, and now. I have nothing. I have nothing else, and so this is all I will do. And maybe go get a beignet. Okay, maybe get some gumbo. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please reach out to me. I'm not allowed to say, but you know, you know the site. Please reach out to me on my website, goodluckgabe.life. There you can find all the information you would ever need. If you want to hang out, if you're in New Orleans, hit me up. If you're anywhere in the world and you want me to come hang out and you're willing to pay for a ticket or pay for my lodging or pay for my food or any of the above, let me know. Maybe I'll just leave everything here and just head on out. You let me know. Uh, even Brazil. I'd even go to Brazil at this point because I feel like time is slipping. I think things will go down soon that will not make it possible for me to do so. And so I, I would like to do it sooner than later just don't know where just just need an idea that's all i'm asking for is an idea and, and some inspiration and so if you had that uh let me know in the comments let me know all right well this has been fun uh thanks for having me really appreciate it um clap if you want me to kill myself thanks have a good night